0: All right so hey so we're live here Nashville RCA Studios Joseph Goodman, not Joe Goodman, Joseph Goodman. <laughs> lead columnist al.com. How's it going Joseph?
1: Man, I want to play the guitar.
0: I, do I just you know how? Like I mean
1: breakout out in song. This studio is so dope. I
0: appreciate I
1: mean, it. y'all. the vibes here are unbelievable. I mean, I, this is this is really cool, man. I'm really happy for you. This is awesome.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you say that because I never know people come in here if they're like, look at this rinky-dink bullshit this guy's got going. <laughs> you know what? Like, I, seriously, I I try to make it better and better and better. We got all, tons of people coming in this week. I'm scared to death how they're going to view me just because just it is. You know, I'm independent. I don't have anyone backing me, so I'm trying to make it look as professional as I can. Oh, this is awesome, man. I love it. So I appreciate it. Yeah. So are you having a good time? So when did you get in here for the tournament? Uh, I got in um, just yesterday,
1: so that would be Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I got, got my first Nashville parking ticket already. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got that going for me. <laughs> just going to expense that, you know? Yeah, of course. Um,
0: You going to do anything fun aside from covering the event while you're in town?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, this is cool. Yeah? Yeah, you know. Walked here, um, yeah. I don't know. I'll, f- I'll probably figure it out. See some live music, yeah. definitely.
0: Maybe roll through Vanderbilt. Um, definitely, yeah. the vibes near Vanderbilt are going to be a lot better than anything you get near Broadway. I just, just, just a local tip. I mean, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. Okay, we don't go down to Broadway unless people from out of town, that's that's what they want to do. It's a it's a damn shit show no, nightmare. I, I
1: feel like that's where you get COVID. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the few areas in the country when all that was going on they said, No, we're not shutting down <laughs> yeah. play, places down there got their liquor license revoked and everything. I mean it was it was wild. Yeah, you well, you know, kid rocks,
1: honky tonk will not be denied. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the band will continue to play. Yeah well hey speaking
0: about about getting denied let me know if you don't want to talk about this we don't have to but you've been very public with it on social media again you're the lead columnist for the biggest paper in the state iron bowl basketball alabama auburn and they refuse to let you ask a question what what, i mean well how asinine is that (coughs) it wasn't just me it was also uh
1: AL.com's beat reporter who was there, Nick Alvarez um, and Ross Dellinger for Sports Illustrated and Michael Rothstein for uh, The Athletic. And it was their choice not to, uh, you know, I guess call on reporters who were going to ask possibly uh, questions that they didn't want to ask. But yeah, me making it public is just, it's part of... uh, you know the uh, being accountable right, you know, right holding people accountable for for you know especially power truth to power and that that sort of thing so you know when things like that happen y- you know you need to make a record of it and um you know document when these things happen and and let people know that um you know these these schools or these universities you know for whatever reason. You know, aren't aren't deci- aren't deciding to talk about something? So yeah, you know, you just need to
0: and and of course the do fans. Your job.
1: i i you know it's you not s- a punishment. People think it's a punishment. <laughs> it's not the deal. Like that, as a reporter, you don't really care. Okay, like whatever. You gonna call me? You gonna call me not? But if you're not gonna do it, you know, then that says a lot more about you than if you just. Like calling me. I was just going to ask a question. Who knows what I was going to ask? I can't even remember.
0: Right, right. And, I, you know, you see blowback, not just for that, but a lot of other, you know, where people calling you out, fans, you know, you're an idiot, you, you hate Alabama, you hate Auburn, on and on and on. Uh, let, let me ask you this, because I've never been a, a column. well, I mean, I've written some kind of columnist stuff, but never not to your level, you know, I mean, like, no one's ever hired me to do anything like that. Do you feel like you're doing your the job as best as you can when People are like angry or or not angry. You're not trying to make people angry, but you're also not like kissing Nick Saban's ass or Hugh Freeze's ass. Like that's not your job. But I think some people assume if they're going to AL.com, like that's, that's what you're supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, well, the proliferation of fan websites has skewed the perspective of a generation of readers. Yeah. Of sports readers, you know. So fan websites they want to sell subscriptions to fans. Okay? Right. So they're they're not going to ever write anything or come at anything from a provocative way that would cause them to lose subscriptions. Well, that's not my job. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I work for the largest news website in the state and I'm the lead columnist. So, it's my job, you know, to be provocative and as a columnist, generally, if you write a column and half the people really agree and half the people really don't, then that's where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know.
0: And what's your thoughts? We don't have to mention any names because, again, I'm not trying to get you in trouble here or anything. But there is a, a well-known Alabama writer that is now essentially going to work for the school with, I think, the NIL. But that is not... It's Aaron Aaron Suttles for the yeah, athletic, right? Right, yeah, he's a friend of mine. Right, and and I, I don't know him personally, so again, I'm not calling him out. But it, this is not necessarily new. It's it's new to SEC football as I know it, but that's been going on. I've I know people for uh, NBA. You know, they they hire like ESPN writers to now cover the team. NFL's been doing it for a long time. I've had friends that you know cover beats, and then they get hired by the by the team to cover the team. Um, I'm just curious, what's your thoughts? Because again. Uh, you know, Aaron Suttles got. It's a... not uncommon, right? It's not you uncommon, know? but and again, then, you
1: know, there've actually been sports writers in the SEC who've gone on to be football coaches. Like, if you go back through the history of the league, really, yeah, you know. So, um, it it happens in baseball. It's all you know. So, um, guys, I mean, do you like that?
0: The... Do you dislike that,
1: or are you just indifferent to it? No, I, I'm indifferent to it, you know. Uh, it's certainly a sign of the times, um, yeah. you know, that a guy as talented as Aaron would leave the Athletic to go to uh, work for UA.
0: Right. Well, and, I and, think and
1: run their NIL, um,
0: you know, media wing. Right, right. Well, I don't know. Again, I don't want to sit here and bash the Athletic because I don't know much about them, and I I have a lot of their people on there. I think they do great work, but I think it's certainly changed from when it started, you know what I mean? And and that to me was just yet another sign like, I don't know, I don't know about the future of that but that's probably a different story for a different day but, uh
1: <laughs> Well, The Athletic came out guns a blazing saying they were going <laughs> to end newspapers and then they got bought out by The Times.
0: <laughs> right. And So, I don't know and the coverage is, again, the people that do the coverage I think are great but it's like they fire the Auburn guy, they fire this guy, that guy and it's like where's the coverage now? It's not even there so, I don't know, that that bothers me, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I I don't know about what's going on at their shop, but um, yeah, I guess maybe they uh, are
0: are are pulling back some of the tentacles. I'm not sure. So let me let me let's change the subject here, so something a little bit better here, more SEC themed. When you get to cover iron bowls and just the hatred in that state, I mean, what is that like? Do you, do you have any uh, fond memories? Uh, or, or memories that stand out of covering that, or is it is it too spiteful? Because I would imagine even in, re- in recent years it's kind of died down. But maybe I'm wrong because I don't live there. You live with it every day and, and writing about it. Uh, what's it like covering, you know, the greatest rivalry in my opinion in, in all the sports? It's the greatest job. <laughs>
1: it is the absolute greatest gig. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. It doesn't. It never dies down. Right. I mean, look. Just look at this whole uh, situation with the the capital murder charge on Darius Miles and the involvement of Brandon Miller. Right. I mean, from the beginning, and this is so toxic, you know, and it just, it's one of those things that definitely turns you off and, and it's like, uh, this is not the way it's supposed to be, guys. But at the same time, it is just a statement on the extreme rivalry. You know, from the very first m- minute that that, that the news broke Auburn fans were already hitting me up you're gonna write about this <laughs> you're gonna write about this why haven't you written about this like 10 minutes later right right why right. haven't <laughs> you written about this <laughs> and, yeah you know it's like guys you're not supposed to be uh you're not supposed to be celebrating this as some kind of win for Auburn that this terrible thing has happened to Alabama basketball players right you know? so
0: and and that's the thing. It's not obviously. It's not. It's not uh, just football. it's basketball. Hell, I, I. I mean, if there's a scandal with the baseball programs, I would imagine, it. maybe not to the same level. But it's. There's still. There's still angst and, and all that going on, regardless of the sport.
1: Oh yeah, it's all over the place. That's just the way it goes.
0: Yeah. Do you have one iron bowl that stands out to you that is maybe more memorable than, than any other?
1: Uh, that I've personally covered. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, there have been some really good ones in recent years. The 2019 um, Iron Bowl where, uh, you know, it was Mac Jones through two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Pick, sixes, Pick sixes, right? Pick sixes, yeah. right. I mean, that, that game was just all over the place. Auburn scored so many points uh, in such a short amount of time. There was the whole one-second thing again. Um, uh <laughs> You know, watching when I was covering the NBA, uh, that's when Kick Six happened. Yeah. And watching, being a person from the state of Alabama and watching that is a whole, it was just incredible. <laughs> I was just like dumbstruck. Yeah. At that, at Kick Six, watching that from, you know, living in Miami covering the NBA. I was just like, because, <laughs> 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 you know, the the uh the miracle uh you know at, at Jordan Hair mm-hmm. happened like right before that right. too you know and um
0: that was just an
1: insane thing for Auburn in that year.
0: Um, no, I have a I have a little bit of a hot take for for the kick six. I want to see if you agree with me or not because I've heard Alabama fans say, "Well, hell, they didn't even win the national championship. What what the hell are they celebrating for?" And I know that's the goal. Everybody should be trying to win the championship and all that, but. Who won the national championship in 1996? Who won the national championship in 2011? Like I can't, I could probably come up with that if I sit here and think about it. I just like you said, I can remember exactly where I was sitting when I watched the kick six live. Like I feel like I'm going to be on my deathbed, and I'll be like, "That was the greatest segment of football I've ever seen in my life." And it would have been better, of course, if they went on to win the national championship. But I, th- I would rather trade that moment cursing Nick Saban, beating him, not letting him get his third. They would have won the third national championship in a row had they won that game. If I'm an Auburn fan, I would take, I'll take that over not winning the national championship. What's your thoughts?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: um, Am I crazy? Is that a crazy? No, thing?
1: no, no, no. All right. I would say that Auburn fans, uh, the fact that they spoiled Alabama's national title hopes, you know, that that goes down as an all time <laughs> yeah. memory for them. Yeah. Um, you know, I have friends who are Auburn fans who, who were grown men, like, rushing the field day yeah. <laughs> after that game, you know, just, like, to be a part of that experience. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it is an indelible moment in the state, in the history of the state of Alabama. Um, and, you know, the Iron Bowl always brings about these flashpoints, uh, pa- even this past year. You know, you had Cadillac Williams, um, and I got to be inside Auburn's locker room, you know, before the game at halftime and after the game, you know, to record the speeches that Cadillac gave the team. It was such an honor for me as a reporter, um, and you know, Cadillac Williams uh, it really. God, they, he transformed the spirit at Auburn in such a short amount of time. It was such a, a beautiful thing to cover uh, for me. And he was the first blackhead football coach to coach in the Iron Bowl in the rivalry's history. And he will always have that moment um, regardless of what happens to his in his career now. And so, you know, that's a, that's another memory for the Iron Bowl, you know, uh, that, that I'll definitely never forget. Um, especially as a reporter, but um, now they got Hugh Freeze.
0: Well, I was going to say, the, the good news is when uh, Hugh's, Hugh has a scandal, Cadillac's going to be the head coach again. You know what? I kid, I kid. But, so but how, how much spice does that add to it now that did, – did Auburn – I mean, did they solely hire him because he's beaten Nick Saban twice? They <laughs> Hugh Freeze,
1: <laughs> all things considered, is a great football coach. Uh, yeah. I, that's why they hired him. You know, um, I, I think he's going to, I think he's ultimately going to do well there. I don't know about this next season. Yeah. Uh, But they have, <clears throat> they've certainly brought in um, some upgrades when it comes to the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And so. And
0: I think the coaching staff, if you look at it, looks a lot better on paper, at, at least.
1: Yeah. But I just, I, I'm really glad that they um, retained Cadillac. And have, and have promoted him and are now, you know, he's essentially the face of their program mm-hmm. at this point. And it's a pretty unique situation for an assistant coach in the SEC. Um, whether you think he should have been the head coach or not, um, his star is continuing to rise as a, as a coach uh, in college football. And, you know, if I, yeah, it's just a, it's a great thing they have going now, I think with, with Cadillac coaching the running backs and being such a visible, um, such a visible coach for that team because everything is different now with the way NIL collectors work. And so Cadillac really inspired, it really inspires people <laughs> raise a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have to have that element in your program now in the sec, you know, the ability to like, Inspire people to open up their wallets so mm-hmm. we can pay players. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it
0: is. Let me ask you this Stay, staying with the Iron Bowl, any idea what's Nick Saban going to complain about next? <laughs> I mean, my God, he's got every advantage in the world. He, he's sitting here complaining left and right. The games are too long. We got deep substitute defense to keep up with Tennessee. Get off my lawn!
1: <laughs> You kids, <laughs> in your nil collective money. Listen, Saban is a very smart person. Okay, anything he says, all right, publicly with a reporter, you know, always. And I tell people this all the time. It for Nick Saban, it always comes back to recruiting. Mm-hmm. Everything he does is geared towards that one singular thing. And that's been his mission statement at Alabama since the first day he showed up, okay? <laughs> it's it's going to be that way until he leaves. Everything that they do is geared towards bringing in the best players possible. And so you have to view everything he says, in my opinion, from through that prism. And um, this, this is just the latest Uh it's, it's all geared towards recruiting. No, no matter what he says, um, you know, I think the fact that he complained about <laughs> the fixed opponents yeah, uh, is a lot of fun for fans. But, you know, he kind of raised up some really good points, I thought. Um, is it fair that <laughs> that Alabama has to play – Auburn, you know, LSU and Tennessee and Tennessee potentially gets to play Kentucky and Vanderbilt. Like, no, that's not that's not fair.
0: Right. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I just I don't care for his bitching, given all the (laughs) (laughs) all the advantages they have. And and I mean, at at the end of the day, I see that point. But really, realistically, there's six other games and there it's going to even it out. You know what I mean? Tennessee may get Vanderbilt and Kentucky, but on the flip side, they're also getting Georgia, at Texas, at Oklahoma, LSU at home. I mean... It's going to be tough for everybody. Right, right. And and I th- apparently, I've, I've heard they're trying to even balance that out, given who you have to play annually and, and how that'll work with... You, you know, one thing no one's really talking about with nine, there's... Five home games and four away, or vice versa, and so they got to balance that as well. So there, there is some some trickery involved there. So I, again, I think they're going to factor that in as well to try to make it a more balanced schedule. But no, again, I mean him and him and Kirby, I feel like have nothing to bitch about given all the resources and, and the talent. And you, I mean, you're dead on. They're the two best recruiters. That's why they have the two best teams. Well, they out everybody.
1: These decisions are all about to be finalized, leading up to the SEC spring meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is the, if you're gonna bitch and complain, this is the time to do it. Okay. <laughs> now it was, I really enjoyed Brian Kelly's reaction reactionary <laughs> comments. You know, to kind of like get the best of Nick Saban because the Brian Kelly aspect of everything is new now, you know, because I mean, he, he came down here, he beat Nick Saban his first year. And so they asked uh, Brian Kelly about what he thought about the nine, nine game schedule. And he said, I came down here to play Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I want to play A- in Alabama every year. I well, he's play playing with A- house A- money,
0: right? Cause he won the West. He beat Nick Saban. I mean, he's the King of Louisiana right now.
1: Oh yeah. He, he's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Brian Kelly, great coach. Uh, and he, it just goes to show you that, um, if you're a great coach, it doesn't matter where you are, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he, he, he proved everything he had to prove in Notre Dame, except that he couldn't beat Alabama. Right. <laughs> he figured out after enough tries at Notre Dame that if you're going to beat Nick Saban, then you got to have the kids. Yep. And so he went to a place where you, you could have the kids and he did it. So, um, and now Nick Saban is complaining that he has to play LSU every year.
0: <laughs> How pissed off do you think Nick Saban is that uh, George has won back-to-back? I mean, cuz I I feel like if that man was even considering retirement, which it, I don't know if he was or not, but there there have been reports he was contemplating it about a year ago. Uh f- fuck, I don't think he'll ever retire now that now that Kirby's got that thing rolling. <laughs> He can't. He's not going to coach forever. He might. <laughs> stem or step. I don't know. Stem cells and and whatnot. You know. Yeah. Well.
1: You know. Look and hey, look at basketball. <laughs> Bas. You've had some pretty prominent coaches retire in the past
0: yeah. two years. You know. But those guys all look old. I mean, Nick Saban looks like he's forty-five. <laughs> you know what? He had a hip replacement. He was back. To work the next week
1: oh he was he was swinging clubs <laughs> on the golf course <laughs> hey the guy is a miracle of science right um no it's been an honor to cover nick saban uh but yeah i don't i don't know three four years maybe mm. every year at this point with nick saban i'm just like people appreciate this you know right This is a this is a very extraordinary time, in the in the history of the SEC, and I and I guess Nick, listen, 2024. Everything is just going to change so drastically in college football. Mm -hmm. Like the big question is is Nick Saban gonna is he gonna take Alabama into that new era or is he gonna call it quits at the beginning of this new era, you know? So. I mean, my guess would be he would take Alabama into this new era. Yeah. Um, that's just the way he's kind of wired. Uh, a new challenge, um, 12-team playoff, 16-team SEC, new single-division system. And, hey, Nick Saban, the past couple days, <laughs> he's been a whistle whistleblower about... <laughs> the schedules yep he's been a whistleblower about how he thinks players should be employees (laughs) he's great to cover and he's great for the game make him the czar of football I know we've been saying that for years now at this point but yeah make Nick Saban the czar (laughs) probably the first first thing he would do is take my press credential
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Zara football.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Honestly, I've been waiting for him to retire just to make the SEC have a little bit more parity. But now that George is so awesome, I want him to stay as long as he wants it. Because when you have Godzilla, you got to have King Kong too. You know what I mean? To, to battle. Oh, I love that. They're, Rampage
1: they're, reference. It, yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but any parallels? Maybe, I, maybe I'm making too much of this, because but, but I've used this before. Who's Mothra? mother uh that Brian Kelly <laughs> cuz he's lurking you know he could he's a he's a threat at any time Well there was also the wolfman I don't remember the wolfman uh, so but I remember Mega Godzilla it was like a metal one
1: Okay I'm talking about Rampage the video game Oh the right. arcade do you remember that
0: Yeah they have it here at uh Dave and Busters
1: Okay there you go yeah. there was a wolf there was King Kong and there was Godzilla Mhm There was a giant who's a, who's the giant wolf He's a giant werewolf. Hugh Freeze.
0: Can, can he be that Auburn? <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't <laughs> earned that right yet. He killed it at liberty. I don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. No, it can't it's not. Jimbo? Jimbo maybe. And plus like the whole tiger wolf thing, that's just not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. I don't maybe Kirby Smart is the wolf. Or, because they're the dogs.
0: How about Ed Orgeron, where it was a full moon, everything came together, he was a werewolf, and then the rest of the time, he's just a simple man, you know? <laughs>
1: Maybe Josh Heupel.
0: Yeah. He's he's too Bobby Hill for me. Everyone says Bobby Hill, and once, once I saw them together, Bobby Hill, Josh Heupel, it's hard to get that out of your head.
1: Yeah. That's always fun. Bobby Hill... You know, but let me hey, ex- people want to pile on <laughs> uh-huh and, you know, I mean, I'm the first one to admit when he got hired, I was like, who the hell? What the hell? Yeah. He's done a great
0: job. Yeah. He's done an absolute great job. And now the test case for NIL, perhaps with their five star quarterback, reportedly $8 million. I was having a conversation with someone else the other day in here. You know, if he's a complete bust, maybe that changes NIL a little bit if he you know cuz Tennessee just doesn't have the roster of Georgia and Alabama you can't beat them every time but what if you know the the stars collide you got this elite quarterback almost like a Marcus Mariota or a Cam Newton you know they were able to elevate those teams if he wins a national championship which at Tennessee i mean he's worth 80 million dollars you know what i mean yeah
1: but has he earned it yet i no. guess that's the big no of that's course that's the big yeah and I think that's what um that's what Saban is concerned about right so, you know some of these coaches uh, giving all these all this money to players up front and and the potential entitlement issues that that creates like that that's what these coaches are concerned about, I think,
0: but isn't that easy for him to say where if Tennessee did not give him that money, he's probably headed to Georgia or Alabama to be the quarterback, and you yeah. gotta face him every year,
1: yeah, absolutely well, I'm glad these kids are getting money, you know,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: <clears throat> it's the wild west right now. Uh it, you know, and if this guy like really does well, I mean if anyone does well, you know, create it raises their value and they could now they can just transfer for free and get paid more money.
0: Right. Uh, which is which is good. Which we've seen at A and M already. You know? They they <laughs> I don't had... know if it's great for the
1: game or not.
0: <laughs> well, it wasn't good for the Aggies. They they had to walk out fine line and they failed, you know? It was a distraction. It was locker room issues, and and not all of them, but many of those guys have since already left the program. Yeah. So uh, managing managing
1: that is is difficult for sure. And then uh, that's more part of the reason why I think that Saban wants just <laughs> everyone to become employees, because when you're an employee, you're you're there's a there's a level of accountability that you have to meet. Right um if you're just giving free money and you can just leave and go get more money then you kind of like
0: hold the keys mm-hmm. and i think that's, that's did you ever hear mike leach's proposal right rest in peace i mean i mean that guy's kind of wacky again i'm not saying anything bad about him i love him to death but he had a a, a weird idea at last media days he he shared it with Feinbaum. let the players decide you want to be pros or amateur if you're a pro NIL completely open to you, but your scholarship's year to year, and then if you're not pro, your scholarship's guaranteed. I think he said even, and if you're not pro, I think he said something like, I can't remember thirty thousand, fifty thousand. Give give those guys that annually or or something like that. It was a pretty wacky idea, but there may be some merit to it.
1: <laughs> Leach was a really smart guy. Yeah, um, I hate that he's gone. The yeah, you know that's a great. That's a great idea, um, and a lot of, I, listen, there are still a lot of kids that are playing football around the country that are going in debt to do it. Right. You know, we're talking about a different world in the SEC. hmm You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's not reality. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: yeah, that's a great idea. I'm I'm willing to hear anything at this point. <laughs> yeah, the the only thing I don't want to hear is uh, the government will fix it. Gov- you know. No, you're uh, right. That's absolutely right, man. That's it's what good. they all say, and that's that's asinine to even think. I mean, they can't get shit right. They're not going to give too much time to nil. But uh, no,
1: no, you're right, man. I mean, if you're waiting on the federal government to fix college football. <laughs> They're going to screw it up even more.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Before you get out of here, I want to ask you this, though. Texas and Oklahoma coming. I mean, you already referenced 2024. It's almost like I'm, I'll be jazzed for 2023, but it's, I almost want to hit the fast-forward button. What do you think that does to college football? What does that do to the SEC? Because I would argue it's probably bad for college football, but I think it's outstanding for the SEC adding those two uh, programs. What, what's your thoughts? I love it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Part of me is like, oh, <laughs> everyone is chasing the money, the greed, and then the other part of me on like this shoulder is like, <laughs> but this is so cool, <laughs> ah, Oklahoma <laughs> and Texas in the SEC, and then the other part is like, damn, that sucks for the Big Twelve, right? And then this is like, oh, <laughs> I, I get to go to Norman and Austin every year, yeah. and then over here I'm like, man. What's going to happen to college football? <laughs> and I'm there like, over here, I'm like, I cover the SEC. <laughs> the SEC is going to run everything. <laughs> I mean, so, shameless plug, I have, got, I have this newsletter now. It's mm-hmm. one of my new Don't things. Subscribe. Yeah, and so every single week in the newsletter, um, I'm going to be discussing at least one element looking forward to 2024 because it's going to be such a seismic shift in college football. So every week in the newsletter, in addition to all the other things, uh, that I'm, that I'm talking about, and then it gets pretty wacky there, um, you know, I'm going to be looking ahead to 2024, because it's such a big deal, Mm -hmm. and so, subscribe! (laughs) Uh, but yeah, like you said, man, um... I don't want to hit the fast forward button on 2023, but I'm all—it's it, more than a weather eye looking ahead. <laughs> you know, I'm—I'm I'm already looking ahead to 2024 because you got to, you know. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, hey Joseph, I really appreciate you coming through here, man. I, I hope it was uh, worth your long walk that it took to get here and everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, and I hope, hope you'll be at media days. I assume, right? You got to uh, be there, right? Of course, I'll be here next Nashville. Day. Yeah. yeah. So well, hopefully we'll reconnect then. Absolutely, man. All right, man. All right,
1: thanks a lot. Good stuff.
0: Yeah.